I'm a bit embarrassed. Mm. I'm going to go back out and say, hey, it's happened again. How many times can I make these videos before people start to think, wait, is he maybe the problem? Aww. Is he maybe just not a good employee? Yeah. And, you know, in that situation, definitely wasn't the case. It was just the same thing, financial burden hitting companies and organizations and them having to make hard decisions. I did choose marketing, so we're normally yeah. the first to get the boot. Welcome to How I Got Hired. This is a show about ordinary people like you and me and how they created extraordinary success in their career. So every single Monday, what we do is we uncover how they got hired in those career-defining roles, whether it's by companies, whether it's by their very first paid clients, and we are all about fully practical strategies and tactics. No time for fluff, my friends. So if that is what you're about, you are in the right place. Welcome. My name is Sonal Bell, Top 25 Career Coach, and here I am every single week to help you to supercharge your believability, networkability, marketability, and hireability so you have a career and life that you are proud of. Now, go in and listen with an open heart and an open mind. And believe, really believe, if they could do it, you can do it too. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back. So today's episode is part of my series, Where Are They Now? To check up on how some of my past guests are doing and how sometimes the best laid plans can go, yeah, let's just say differently. (laughs) Today I'm speaking with Jay Beach. Jay was a guest on my show back in June 2021 on episode 38 and the episode was titled From Redundancy to 8 Job Offers in 3 Weeks and we chatted around a month or so after his hashtag HireJBeach campaign which went completely ballistic on social media, TikTok and LinkedIn and you know everything was great and that's how we parted ways. However, there's more. In October 2021, just five months later, Jay was unfortunately laid off again. So his hashtag HireJBeach sequel was born and Jay started his new gig pretty quickly. So today's episode is sort of a continuation. I highly recommend you check out the first episode about how Jay went about, you know, advocating for himself and campaigning for himself uh, the first time around. But here, it's so good to see you again, Jay. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that we're able to catch up again. Yeah, me too, Jay. Me too. So let's pick up where we left off, Jay. Talk to us about it. So five months, they go by really quickly. And tell us about what happened and how it impacted you. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it definitely happened very quickly. Um, Like you said, five months into the job, I had that phone call again, Um, a phone call that I guess many during the past couple of years and COVID and all that stuff. um, We were all quite used to these calls. And straight away, I knew exactly what was going to happen when the call started. You did? It was the same look. It was the same opening line. It was like, oh, no. The dawn. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Again. And yeah, you know, when that happened, it was very much like 
multiple thoughts racing through my brain. Obviously, I had the blueprint. I knew what to do, and I knew it did well last time. But then there's the other side that's like, I'm a bit embarrassed. Mm. I'm going to go back out and say, hey, it's happened again. How many times can I make these videos before people start to think, wait, is he maybe the problem? Is he maybe just not a good employee? Yeah. And, you know, in that situation, definitely wasn't the case. It was just the same thing, financial burden hitting companies and organizations and them having to make hard decisions. And like I said in my new video, I did choose marketing. So we're normally the first to get the boot. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that happened. And I had that, I would say, quite a split second of I can't go back out on LinkedIn and announce this. Like, this is just too embarrassing. Yeah. And then straight away, I was like, no, I can't. And I will. Um, And it was actually quite a funny moment within my household um, because I'd had the call early on the morning and I didn't say anything to anyone. Mm. I just sat in my room for another hour Mm. and wrote the new song and then went out Mm. and said to my housemates. So um, that made redundant again. But don't worry. This time I'm doing I Will Survive. And that was basically what was born from that moment. I got straight back into another Higher J Beach campaign. And then, yeah, the rest is history. Yes, my goodness. Um, It is so relatable, Jay. Um, Putting yourself out there is a big deal anytime, first time or the second time round. But when you're like, the message is the same. Should I do it again? The whole reboot. What are people going to think? What are people going to say? You're human. Obviously, you think about that. But what is it that made you say, F it, I'm going to do it anyway? That Because you, I heard you say split second. I'm sure it was a, you know, a very strong moment. What made you say, F it, I'm going to do it anyway? I think what it was is just at that time, after going through all of that once before, I think the first time around, I very much felt like a deer in the headlights. I was just, I did something out of needing a distraction that went beyond my wildest dreams. And from that moment on, I just kind of found myself going from here to here and doing all these things and speaking to all these people. And it was absolutely amazing, but I didn't catch my breath. I didn't know how to handle it. I just rolled with it. This time around, I think I was in a much better place. I knew how to handle this. So I think that split second, it was the split second. I think the imposter came in, mm. said hello, mm. and I just was like, not today. Close the door. I know how to do this. I got this. Yeah. The good thing is the imposter said hello, and you said hello, and that thing said, I'm passing through. Yeah. I'm yeah. not staying. Yeah, hello, so, goodbye. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. And uh, so what happened? You put this out. You're a marketing person, which means you track, you analyze, and you've got your analytics, you've got numbers, you've got hard data. Talk to us about like, what, you know, the tracking, because I remember when you said in the beginning, uh, part one, you were like, no one's going to watch it. What a waste of time. Oh, and then, you know, it was a couple of days and then it got picked up and it went nuts. So how about this time? This time it actually reacted a lot quicker, mm-hmm. um, but it reacted quicker on TikTok. Um, So the first one around, it Mm. did well on TikTok, Mm. but LinkedIn was really the driving force for that. Um, It saw numbers that I could never imagine on LinkedIn. TikTok, you can maybe expect a viral hit here and there, but LinkedIn, you've you've really got a a graft for that. It's not easy. Um, But on 
this time around, TikTok picked it up immediately. It hit a million views within a week. Um, and that kind of pushed people over to my LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, it still did exceptionally well for the yes. platform, yes. Um, but it didn't quite hit the same numbers as last time. And I remember thinking as that was going up, being a bit like, this isn't going as fast as the last one did. Sure. Is this going to flop? Is this going to sure. fail? Sure. Um, but that definitely wasn't the case immediately once people started to see it. A lot of people reached out again. I was going through the same process of like, whoa, I've got interviews now. Um, let's get on top of this. And I found that quite a few people that I'd spoken to last time yes. also came to me, which, you know, was amazing because it helped settle that voice in the back yes. of my head saying, yes. you look a bit stupid now. Yes. By these people coming back going like, hey, <laughs> let's try this again. Yes, exactly. Because I remember you saying... Um, there were about 30 companies that had reached out. So you really, really had a choice. And I remember uh, putting a comment in your post the second time. And I was like, dude, it doesn't have to work that hard now, simply because the first time, you know, you did so much work in. But I want to commend you on your muscle, the re resilience muscle, right? Because you're saying, of course, it was a shock the second time. But the landing was a little bit like a little bit smoother, simply because of the fact that, you know, you, you took away so much from the first time. and. That bully, we all know that bully. We all have that bully. Oh my God, you're looking so stupid. You want to delete it? Oh, who's, what are people going to think on LinkedIn? And you know, you went ahead and did it anyway. So what did this process look like now? Uh, how many reached out? And which one, you know, like uh, uh, how many were strong contenders? I feel like it's like The Bachelor. And <laughs> <laughs> what made you pick? Because I'm also guessing once bitten, twice shy, right? You want to be a little bit like you want to see stability. You want to see the future. What are your financials? Like, how do you say that without actually saying that? So walk us through that. I think this time around, I was much more sure in what I wanted. Hmm. I think last time around, you know, I was definitely that deer in headlights and I didn't know what to do, what to choose, where to go. But I also didn't have the confidence really in that moment to fully jump into a full time intense position. Um, at that period, when I made the first one, I had just received a diagnosis for ADHD that I'd been struggling with for a few months prior. But I was waiting for any form of help beyond yep. the diagnosis. It was yep. a kind of, yep, you definitely got it. See you in four months. So at that point, I was just waiting to get some stability mentally, as well as in general life. Yeah. So I think I definitely allowed that to sway my decision the first time around, because I didn't think I was able to take on something as big as what I'm doing now, basically. Um, so when this time came around, much better place, um, much more, much more strength in my ability. I was a lot more confident in what yeah. I could do. Yeah. So that's when all these pieces started to come out. And I was actually able this time to not even continue interview processes in areas that I didn't want to. Last time I'd said yes to everything. And I spoke oh. with everyone and in every industry. So I didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. This time I knew. So yeah. it was a much easier decision to whittle them down. Yeah. I think I went through the process of maybe having serious talks of about 10 to 15 companies. Um, and all of them, I was very much like, I see a potential here. Mm. But there was one thing I'd always wanted to try, but never felt like I could. And that was working in an agency, specifically a social media agency. So when the employer I chose, Cooler, mm. reached out um, and I got speaking with Adam, the CEO, mm. 
Mm. And looking at the projects they've done and all of the work they've done for clients like Burger King and Deliveroo, and knowing that they also were doing a lot of TikTok stuff, it just felt right. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm ready for this. I can handle this now. So let's jump straight in. And I think the process this time took about two weeks. Mm. It was very quick. It mm. was pretty much, yep, I'll sign. Let's go. Nice yeah. and quick. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You trust your instinct. Um, beautiful. I wasn't that sure about what I wanted. So I said yes to everything. Yeah, we've all been there. Um, so this means that this time you were saying no to quite a few places, uh, you know, just protecting your boundaries, your sort of mental energy and everything. And I like how the selling is happening, you know, backwards, right? Hey, Jay, come work for us, right? Uh, this is a cool place. Look at our campaigns. That's amazing. Obviously, you have something to give, uh, but I love it. And that's, I'm guessing, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, but that is precisely because of the digital footprint that you've created, right? And people want a little piece of that. Absolutely. I think, you know, when you go through an interview process in the traditional sense, you're going there to show them what you can do and yes. who you are. Yes. But I bypassed that by creating this digital yes. footprint. I didn't need to show them who they are. Yeah. We went straight to third, like the third and final stage rather yes. than one and two. Exactly, exactly. And I also like how you hedged your bets. And it's like, yeah, TikTok, also LinkedIn. LinkedIn, also TikTok, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, which kind of appeals to the target employer. So where does the target employer like to hang out? Where do their target audience like to hang out? This is a great, a great reminder to uh, the listener. And start hanging out there because that's how you get seen. That's how you get remembered. And, and Jay, how I want to just dig here a little deeper for a minute. When you said, this time I knew what I wanted. How did you get there? I think it was, you know, like everything. It was trial and error. It was the experiences I had through the last five months. It was how much I'd grown in such a short period of time. Um, that first time around was really kind of the kick that I needed to get to the next point. And I started creating content on the side as well with TikTok. And that had become a massive help in me figuring out who I am, growing internally, and then learning to listen a bit more to the positive side of the brain and not the negative side. Yes. It's like, no, you can't do this. And then the other side that's like, but that's what you want to do. So why yes. can't you do it? Yes. I started leaning more to that side. Um, and that's how it really got me to going where I wanted to do. I'd always wanted to go into an agency and be in that fast-paced environment, have that variety of clients and experiences, um, and just grow and diversify my areas. But I never felt like I would be able to manage that much. But I could. I just didn't believe it. Mm. What made you believe? It was the understanding that I got around my, myself with the ADHD. I think that was a massive help. Um, something that I'd considered being a weakness for years and not quite knowing what the weakness was, just mm -hmm. knowing that I couldn't do things the way most people did it. I had other barriers, but I didn't know why. Why couldn't I focus as much as everyone else? Why do I struggle so much with deadlines and timings? Um, and why do I struggle to listen to meetings that go on for hours? All these little things that are pointed out throughout your career without any understanding of why and no, no ability to advocate yeah. for yourself. Finding yeah. that out, figuring that out, accepting that, then gave me a chance to advocate for it. So now I can get ahead of these issues 
if there's going to be a long meeting, I can bring something in there to help me fidget, to help me concentrate. But I can also ask for a note taker so that if I have missed anything, I can go back on it later. All these little things that help and change how you navigate the world had then come forth and that given me that that ability to go no I can do this I just yeah. do it my way and not the way I'm told it's meant to be yeah 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 just being you uh, yeah. which is so under underrated and understated um that's lovely we were chatting backstage right before we pressed record about how stepping into that I I've witnessed I feel like it's a transformation right and i'm sure you're hearing this from many people like jay was already pretty cool was already pretty confident but this is level no not even 2.0 it's like 3.0 right you skipped a couple of levels there uh and just being who you are and being unapologetic about that right so jay if anyone's listening today and they're like i think i kind of get what she's saying i think i'm at level 1.0 right now I'm ready for 2.0. I don't quite know, right? I I know you're you know you're 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 still you know whatever five six years work experience, but you've lived a little bit of a lifetime in these few months. I would say, what would be your advice to this person? Just trust your gut. That is the biggest thing, and it's something that we I think are taught to ignore. We're taught to ignore our intuition. We're taught to look at all the signs and follow all the steps and do things in this particular way but that way doesn't work for the majority um so for me the biggest thing I've done is learn to just trust my gut I know my intentions I know I know who I am my job now is merely to just portray it and allow people to observe it as opposed to trying to blend and fit in and trying to be what people want me to be because nine times out of ten I'm just going to fail so instead, I'm going to be who I am and hope that people accept and love that. Um, and if they don't, then that's a great challenge for you to start to you know, change perceptions and show them that the way they may have perceived you at first because of the way you present yourself was misguided. And down the line, they'll go, actually, I misjudged you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this time around, right? So you started, I think you started in October now. So we're recording in March. So it's already five months. <laughs> that five month mark last time in the five month mark this time. So this is such a great example of, and such a great illustration of like, hey, you know, life, life gives you lemons. So what? Um, make something of it. Lemonade. But why lemonade? What about lemon tart? Lemon drizzle cake? <laughs> whatever the heck you want because you've been showing up so differently since uh fall 2021 right it's like not just how people perceive you but how you perceived yourself jay absolutely absolutely i think you know the position i've gone into now that i've taken that leap into agency it's empowered me beyond i could imagine you know it's taken me to a point of complete and utter confidence in my ability um and there's obviously a lot of factors within that it was one turning up on my first day at the new job and having the ceo say we're pitching to a huge client on friday you're on it and me going okay so okay. <laughs> right in let's go um you know and having someone immediately just trust yes. your ideas and your ability without having any 
experience of how you work day to day, but just knowing that you're going to be fine. Um, and that immediate trust, I think, really set me up for what happened from then on. Because um, now I have complete trust in my abilities, my ideas. I have confidence in talking to clients, something I never thought I would have. I had no experience talking to clients prior to that. Um, you know, it was very internal, all of my positions. So mm-hmm. that immediate trust helped. But then also just my growth online in general. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time of starting this job, I actually became a partner with LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I joined them in their teammates, which mm-hmm. was, it's essentially a six-month program at, at first, in which eight creators on TikTok began to populate a LinkedIn UK TikTok account, mm-hmm. um, creating loads of content, collaborating together. Yeah. That happens at the exact same time. And it's like, whoa, this is these are two really big things in my life that have come yeah. out. Yeah. But at the exact same time, I started medication for my ADHD. Yeah. A rough journey at first. Yeah. Definitely had no sleep for 10 days when I first started this new job because the insomnia is rough. Yeah. But once you settle, yeah. once you find the right meds, they really change your ability to focus and drive your energy um so just all these these things at once all three things mashing together throwing me left and right yeah and me not once feeling like I'm drowning I think that was the that was definitely the changing point in how I presented wow spectacular There's such a lesson here for the listener. If you, you have something and you think you're ashamed of it, you think it's a weakness, it could actually be the most untold strength of yours, right? And this is such a great example of that. You attuned to it. You got the help you needed. We all need some sort of help. Yeah, whether it's mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, whatever. And you start attracting opportunities that you'd never, ever had before and I'm also guessing Jay you would never have dreamt of these opportunities and they're coming to you they're looking for you right so the whole like just be you and trust what you want to do you want to create videos on TikTok I'm talking to the listener oh but that's going to look so silly but I really want to do it but do it right you got the means wonderful um my goodness this is such a conversation like I knew this was going to be a good conversation Jay and (laughs) Tell me, like, what's what's happening next for you? What's happening next is always the best question because I've learned to know that I will never know. Mm. That is the biggest thing I'm learning right now is that I don't know what's next, but there's always something mm. coming through. And it's, I guess it could be a pressure cooker for sure. But for me right now, I feel like I've just... Like you said, there's this way that I've started presenting that happened so organically for me that I didn't really even notice until people started to like feedback on it and notice it. And that has just clearly opened me up to so many opportunities. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just trying to hold on to that. I'm keeping that that openness to see what happens next, where it comes in next. Um, I know right now I'm extremely happy with what I'm doing at Cooler, what I'm doing outside of Cooler. I think I've got the perfect balance for me right now. Um, So yeah, I'd say what happens next? Guess we'll see in the next episode. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we'll definitely see. Before I let you go, Jay, I thought about something and I'm sure you have had your fair share of that. 
you know, one of the fears we have of putting ourselves out there mm-hmm. is the potential like trolls and hate uh, and unsavory comments that can sometimes hit home. Have you had some of that and how have you dealt with it? Absolutely. You know, anytime you put yourself out on social media or even just put yourself out there, it can happen in the street, but online, yeah, it's a lot more regular. It's brutal, um, yeah. It, yeah, it definitely can be brutal. And I think it's because there's a certain confidence people get yeah. knowing that it's anonymous, that these things they're saying are anonymous, but they do obviously hurt. They they mean things. And normally it's attacking things that are already voices in your head. They're already there, you know. Um, I think for me, I've gotten, I wouldn't say I've gotten lucky with it because there was periods of time where I would see my content go into certain areas and the comments would be nonstop and malicious. Yeah. And part of you wants to bite back. Part of you wants to call it out. Yeah. But that doesn't help. You know, the best thing I've learned to do is that when I see stuff like that, either just delete it, Mm. stop reading it, Mm. try find a funny side in it. Sometimes I do that. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know what? Fair enough. That was a good one. Um, But the main thing is to just let it go. It Mm. really doesn't mean anything because for that one negative comment, you've probably got 20 other positive ones that you've overlooked. Yes. Find that negative one. So let it go. Move on. Focus on the positives because there's so much more of it out there. And if you focus on that and you put the positivity out there yourself, you'll start getting it back. And I think that's where I'm at now. I very rarely get negative comments on my stuff and, you know, it's an absolute blessing for that to happen. But I think it's just, I've stopped allowing it to have any effect. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you're not going to keep hammering a nail, that's not going to go in. If it's not going to work. You just, you stop, you let it be, you move on. Yeah. Um, so I'd say that's how you handle it. It's just don't let it take any control. It's just an opinion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It can sting in the beginning, but you know, like you said, you let it go, you develop this sort of invisible shield and you're absolutely right. There is a negativity bias, 20 beautiful comments, and I'm only paying attention to that negative one and it's impacting me. What does that say about me? Like how fragile is my stupid little ego? (laughs) (laughs) So I totally agree with you, Jay. Fantastic. So I'm going to link your TikTok and LinkedIn, where else are you hanging out a lot? Because I know Instagram is obviously one place you hang out as well. What are the, what are the social links I should uh, put into the show notes? Um, so one thing I'm actually starting this last week, I started actually, um, is I'm on YouTube Shorts now. Um, mm. So I'm creating content on there exclusively um, for the next couple of months with YouTube. Um, so yeah, there'll be some stuff on there that's not going to be anywhere else. Oh, fantastic. So I'm going to link your YouTube obviously your other socials into the show notes. Jay, this has been such a pleasure as always. I wish you continued success at Cooler, uh, LinkedIn and beyond. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for listening till the end. Wasn't this a fantastic episode with Jay? What I love about his story is not just the fact that he picked himself up, after getting laid off twice in a period of five months, but also the fact that he's on his own journey. 
and being himself, how that has become his superpower. We hear about this all the time in motivational quotes and, and Jay is such a fantastic living example of how he's made that happen, not in spite of his ADHD diagnosis, not in spite of the fact that he dresses very differently in gender neutral clothing, but because of it. And that is what makes him so interesting to LinkedIn, to YouTube. He's crushing it on social media. Lots of great lessons in there. So do follow him all across social media. I appreciate you hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave me a rating, leave me a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And until next time, take care and bye for now. Oh,